Hello and welcome into the Sora Data Football Strategy Show. I'm Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on Sora. Joined today by a very special guest who's going to give us all the answers to everything we should be doing uh, the winter so that we can be prosperous in the spring. Fripp, also known as Sora USA. Fripp, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is great. This is great. Um, the thing that I mentioned about your mic seems to have started again. Oh no! Is it coming correct? I don't know what My the uh, I don't know what the issue is. I literally purchased this. This is the first time. Uh, let me. Oh boy. How about now? How about now? Uh, I think no? you're kind of echoing now. Strangely enough, the, of course, this is the stream that actually works. I think. <laughs> and, and you spend all this money on all this money on a nice microphone. Is it not? Is it not? It's like, classic, uh, classic. yeah, just a, um, it's just very crackly. Andy said you should just go all the way. Yeah, I've like, had that. Yeah, like, 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 all right. Literally, Quinny, this morning was like, live from the spaceship. Much better. Better, yes. Yeah. Literally, this morning, I hear Quinny say it's just one of those days. It, I Here mean, we are. Here we are. From the fact that my this stream has already lasted much longer than the one earlier today, um, we'll see. But Andy, thanks for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Sorry about that. You could be really dramatic and like smash it against the wall behind you, but um, can I get a refund? <laughs> then it's down. tough to refund. Get to get a refund for that. Anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about basically the MLS offseason. We won't just stick to MLS. We also may not just stick to the America region, but I heard on, I think it was the So Rare Ramble last week, where they were like, hey, is it a good time to buy Champion America cards? And they were like, of course it is. Everything's so cheap. And I was like, man, I did this exact same thing last year. And by the time the that like the leagues came back, I was like, hey, I'm not rich. What happened? And so I wanted to go through some of that because you've been tracking a lot of the uh, MLS team announcements of like players that they're letting go and those like hey we're hoping to bring him back and the one that kind of jumped out at me that i was like I, we need to talk to fripp was nathan from san jose because yeah. nathan was so good and then got injured but everyone's like but he's so good and then all of a sudden now he's a free or i don't know if he's actually a free agent but he is not a contracted player from the earthquakes anymore so what do we let's start with like that that like can you explain sort of what happens with MLS now that buying anyone from MLS has a little more risk than than not yeah so oh I was looking for the mic here we're adjusting so you can pretend it, yeah actually I'll just hold this and it'll give you the visual effect it's kind of like looking at nice food and it just tastes better so <laughs> Essentially in MLS, right, because it's a single entity league, it's kind of unique that the players sign contracts with the league that then, you know, get, go to the teams essentially. So guys like Nathan, um, guys that are becoming free agents now, they cannot, or guys that are not becoming free agents, they cannot just go to any team, right? You have to be a free agent for that. And to be a free agent, you need to have five years of service and be over 24, um, which I don't think Nathan has actually. So he would fall under this thing called, this is very, so we get very MLS-y, the re-entry draft. Um, and that's basically reverse order of standings. 
of all the guys that were cut or the option was declined. Um, so you've probably seen that on Twitter. Most contracts in MLS have um, a club option where the club can extend their existing contract by one year, sometimes two years. And so that's where you see option exercised. That means they stay on for next year. Nothing changes. There's also option declined, which is, you know, Nathan, there's been a lot of players that have been kind of, you know, clubs are like, you've had a good run. This is it. Um, good luck, essentially. Um, and there's there's tweets from players, um, I think, that basically sometimes they find out the morning of or they find out through Twitter. So this is like, it's that harsh. It's like American sports, right? Um, and so, yeah, so these guys will then go into this draft where teams can pick them up, um, basically reverse order of standings, and then they can renegotiate sometimes. Um, and the first stage that's coming up, I believe, December 12th. It's like next week, essentially. Um, and you can look at the last few years who, like, it basically not much happens in those drafts, right? Most teams just pass. Um, so then you kind of get into this, like, gray area. Um, let's call it the Bill Hamid zone, where, like, what is happening to these guys? Where are they? What are they do? Are they interested in playing soccer? Are they becoming real estate agents? Are they pursuing a career in comp side? Um, sometimes you don't know. And so they'll basically become in this pool. They'll go into this pool of players where teams can then like offer them trials. They can offer them like training stints. So you'll hear like, okay, here's a beat writer from New England. We're at training today and we saw uh, trialist number one, trialist number two. Um, up All the way up until preseason games where it's like they have the starting lineup and it's like, trialist one trialist two um so you've probably seen that before graphics. and so like yes um and then so that's all fine because it's still mls and they if at that point they'll probably still make a roster um it gets dicey um usl for younger guys mls next pro um going back down essentially so that's does where the, does being picked in the re-entry draft mean you have to sign with that i mean obviously you could go overseas right yeah so that's that's the other part so i think you can opt out of the entry draft and there's very specific criteria for that also has to do with like tenure um but i think younger players if they're picked especially in stage one they are basically stuck with that contract um so there's stage two of the draft but this is again most mls thing ever we have not only do we have drafts we have stages of drafts mm-hmm. um and basically stage two is then they can completely renegotiate the contract, but that team has acquired the player rights. Um, so that's another concept, player rights, right? Like every player signs with the league, the teams just own the rights to those players. Um, so yeah, that's that's all fun and fun and games. Did yeah. I see, Not I, we'll start like name dropping actual players here. Did I see correctly that, because um, I thought I saw after the Galaxy announced that Chicharito wasn't coming back, that they were like, all of this stuff, like, oh, Chicharito is a free agent. He's not really, right? Like, isn't he? Didn't he not have the five years? I yeah, I don't think he's a free agent per se. Um, there's also there's this MLSPA list. Let's just pull it up. MLSPA. I'll pull up in the background. Um, free agency. So they announced earlier in the year, I think in September, who's kind of um, uh, eligible to be a free agent. I believe Chicharito is actually um, Hernandez. Oh God. Um, he is indeed not a free agent. Yeah. So he hasn't had like five years of service in MLS. Right. So, so like he could want to play for anyone in MLS, they, but it, yeah. 
it's not that simple. Yeah. The problem there is his like he's a DP contract, and it, this is also like a rare case. Like most times, people don't want to pick up like a seven and a half million dollar guaranteed salary contract. Like, um, I think he's also out of contract, so I guess you could renegotiate. But um, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if it's not clear, I don't think I fully understand this to be completely tr like transparent here either, because there's so many nuances, right? Like. Um, and it's also changing every year because in the past we had this thing called the allocation order, which MLS got rid of this year. Uh, so that kind of came into play if they were to go abroad and then come back, that's where they would go through that. So, um, but yeah, to kind of like get to your other point, like what's, what could happen then, right? So as of now, as it stands right now, for most teams that are eliminated from the playoffs, um, except Seattle, I believe we know what their roster moves are. So we have this long list on Twitter. You can go like, I think there's an athletic article that lists all the decisions. And on there, you see who's been either option exercised, they stay on, option declined, they're out, um, or they're still in talks. So that's also like teams are still negotiating. And just judging by that, um, so I made this chart basically where I'm just looking at the salary that was dumped by each team. So LA Galaxy dumped almost or over $15 million in guaranteed salary. So, so half that, that is Pichirito. And the other half is Douglas Costa. Yeah. Douglas Costa. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And so and then a bunch of other players. So if you see that though, that means and there's a long tail of like smaller salaried players. Um, that's just like a massive red sign saying rebuild, like changes are coming. Um to your point with Nathan earlier, San Jose also, Mensa is gone, Montero is gone, Akinola, uh, Matthew Hoppy. Well, he was barely there, but uh, Trauco, like they they dumped a bunch of like players. Um, I think DC United got rid of almost all their center backs as well. So if you're in those teams, there's a lot that could happen. Um, and we can maybe talk about that later. But um, other teams like uh, St. Louis, they've gotten rid of like basically three, four players at the very bottom of the roster that like barely even played a minute. So that's something probably like what they look like now will be very much like much more similar than what they will look like in uh, February. So, yeah. yeah. So the reason why I'm, I'm so hesitant is because I made a, a watch list basically in October, yes. 2022. And this is what, this like, yes, this always gets me because it feels like we're all so adamant about prices are down at the end of the season and when they when the season start up they'll go up and so if you just buy a bunch of end of season guys which here we are at least for mls then when the league comes back in march we'll all be rich and so i went back on this list because there was a situation where like the global economy changed and so what you bought for in october did not get you as much in february and march but even without that, I was looking at some of the players and it just seems like every year there are a couple guys that you're like, yeah, he's safe. I'm going to get him. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it feels like out of nowhere. And I think for most people, it will come out of nowhere. You get like Maxi Morales is going back to Argentina and you're just like, what? Huh? Or Alex Callens is going to Spain and you're just like, all right, I didn't see that coming. And it's just like guys like that, that 
it just happens. And so yeah. it feels like a lot of people just kind of do some very, very basic research of like, this guy was good in MLS last year. So surely he'll be good next year. And that's it. And the list of guys, like even, and I know it ended up working out, like Emmanuel Reynoso oh, went yeah. back to Argentina and then like <laughs> almost did not come back. Thankfully yeah. he did. Um, but it's just things like that that I feel like are worth discussing because maybe some situations change and guys just aren't nearly as, aren't going to be nearly as good next year. And I wanted to, somebody, uh, let me see if I can find it in the chat here. Kev Hurd is absolutely right. That if Sean were here, he'd be like, just buy 25 Carlos heels and you'll be fine. And mm -hmm. I think there is some validity to, yeah, just get like the best players. Surely they'll be better. We would have said the same about Reynoso though. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, like, how how deep do you think the list actually is of, like, sure thing guys for next year? Oh, boy. Uh, what if you say there is no sure thing? Like, you know, it's it's complicated, right? Like, um, so, yeah, there few thoughts. So I think it depends if we're talking about if you already have MLS guys and you're kind of selling off um, player XYZ that you – don't want anymore, you're frustrated, uh, or you want to pick up some other guys, like you're swapping MLS kind of like in your gallery, right? Like just moving from one team maybe that you like this year to another team that has CCL perhaps. So you're just kind of like switching stacks, selling off one, doing other. I think in that case, it's whatever, you're moving sideways, like you're treading water. Like if you sell, cause like some of these effects that you mentioned, right? It's like, they'll affect the entire league. And so if macroeconomically, there's a boom, then yeah, even your old cards will kind of experience that like, um, was it beta, like alpha and beta? I think it's like, you know, the rising tide that lifts all boats or sinks all boats. Um, and so in that case, I think do whatever. Um, I think the interesting one is if you have, if you have ETH, or if you have a balance of anything, or if you're considering selling off European guys. Um, Cause I think that's where, you know, even I think this came up with Velasco, right? Like you can buy Velasco for very cheap right now, um, quote unquote, very cheap, right? Yeah. But he's out all of next season. And I think this, this has been, you know, talked about before, but like, that's just, you're parking money in, you know, that's, that's yeah, useless. Right, you're just parking it, yeah. <laughs> you're just parking it, yeah. And so can you have like more utility with that 0.03 or whatever? Absolutely. Um, and so it's the same with the European guys where I think it's worth, like, if you look at that, like, does that uh, watch list still exist? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I've made some notes here. Um, see, actually, I tried to be so prepared. I was going to be PSU fans three. I was going to be like the new Sean, um, excellent sound quality. We failed on that. Um, I took notes. Let's go. So, uh, but yeah, one of those notes than was. Anybody's ever been for a show. We try, we try. I think I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I have a little like bullet point here. It says essentially, if you take this watch list, this is probably great. Um, I love how it's called buy lows. Um, you can still buy Callens very low now. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, essentially, if you look at this, right, at some point, there'll be an inflection point. So I think you can see it there, December 9th on the very left side. That's just like a decent example. Yeah. So you see like the kind of trends. Um, so especially if you look at limiteds, because that's the most liquid. And if you have those European guys, right, 
you can take this kind of like watch list um, or this overall index as kind of like, okay, you don't need to buy at the very bottom. I think that's also very underrated. Like you don't need to buy the most dippiest part of the dip. If you get the uptrend, that's totally fine, right? Like, like look at that December on the left there. Like if you're like somewhere in that first hill, like, oh, it's free Gary V, but like, oh no, oh, that's 2022, yeah. So like if you're somewhere it's, in there, right? Like it's totally fine. December 21. Yeah, you don't have to be on this, the 16th of December. You can be anywhere until early January. But like as soon as you start noticing that, perhaps that's like your trigger point. Okay, like now, um, with the upside that some of those uh, Reynoso situations, some of the contract stuff um, may have been resolved, but yeah. So this part of the chart is exactly why I made the list in <laughs> October. Cause I was like, oh, yeah. we're almost like the low, this December 9th low, 12, 12, 21, look pretty close to the, you know, October, yeah. September, October. Yeah. So I was like, surely by February, We'll be up here yeah and we weren't and we just keep going this way and but i think obviously this had more to do with non mls and right. he, like that's honestly what this list is I if i remember correctly it was yeah. the top somehow a 51st player popped in i think this was the top 51 players by l15 in america and asia that's it there was nothing exotic about this list and so when, like, man, Shinji Shin is so good. <laughs> but wow. there it is, like Maxi Morales and yeah. Ladero and all of these guys. Ladero's prices are different reason, but like Mauricio yeah. Pereira, Yamaguchi, Jack Elliott. If we want to stick in America, and it's just like all of these guys seem very reasonable buys in the off season, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah. I think there's. Yeah, like even if we were to, and because some of the Morales stuff came out in like February, right? Like Reynoso, that was weeks before the season started. We're like, oh, he's not here? What do you mean he's not in Minnesota? Wait, he's in Buenos Aires? What? Yeah. And then there's a bunch of like uh, squirt gun emojis. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> and so that's like, I mean, to be fair, that can happen anywhere. Um, didn't Shin Jin Ho get arrested in China? Or no, that was Sun Jun Ho. Like basically one of the really good players in China that was like the best player got like some fraud charge. Um, not Shin Jin Ho, sorry. I'm putting, uh, slandering this man here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was the one that was like really, really good um, in one of the CSL teams. And then he essentially got in trouble. <laughs> there we go. Um, with the government and was, I, I yeah, this was in June. So that was mid season. So that would always yeah. happen. That can always happen. Uh, when it comes to transfers, that's the other part, right? So if you can, so there's, I think, a few people that make depth charts. So just having, like, at, at all times kind of a feel for, okay, what's moving in the rosters? Like, if there's a rumor, like, part of that evaluation should be, okay, we're looking at a left back for Nashville. Who's already there? Like, what do they have? Like, does this even make sense? Because the rumors, that's the next thing, like, the rumors are going to start flying like crazy. Um, and again, this within MLS, certain teams are better at keeping things under wrap. Um, I guess I should point this out. LAFC, like they will drop. I think Buanga is kind of the exception, but like all of a sudden there'll be like a tweet 
you know, that little like famous, the box opening with the LAFC cap. And then the next day there's an announcement and no one, everyone's like speculating who it could be, right? Yeah. Like we thought uh, Isco was going to LAF, or I thought Isco was going to LAFC. Uh, yeah, I've uh, been humbled many times this year. But Was Bale the last <laughs> one that they did that with? No, they do it with every signing. And then so... But like people, I meant like the, the true surprise. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stipe Buke. Buke was like out of nowhere, essentially. Um, Christian Kike Oliveira. Yeah. So Lozano, LA Galaxy, not LAFC. But yeah, so that's... And it's also you have like two sides of the pond, right? Like you have the, the rumors that are in Europe, um, then you have the US side. And I think often, I think it's trending towards like the US side is more conservative. Like Tom Borgert used to tweet so many like, people are in talks, you know, this guy's, they're scouting him. Um, now, like just today, he announced like that FC Dallas signing, um, just like, boom, signing complete. Um, so that's actually one very actionable thing to do is probably turn on notifications, but just be aware that if Tom Borgert tweets something, essentially everyone in the MLS Silver community knows, right? Like there's no free lunch anymore. Like it's yeah, not yeah. like, which then drives people to take more risks. Um, and I might be just like definitely speaking for myself here where it's like, okay, here's a source uh, of unknown quality that says LAFC are after XYZ or Chicago is often one that's just thrown out there. Um, I think Miami's going to have a bunch. So, that's where I think it gets like super spicy. Um, uh, I'm gonna bring the Keith up because of the Lozano thing. There were LAFC rumors because yep, yep, he and I absolutely. degened into some Lozano. I had one too. I had one. Yep. But Bogart, yeah, was like fighting people on Twitter about it. Um, yep. So speaking of LAFC, Germ brought up a guy who I'm I like laughed at myself because he was like, this guy's a $4 limited, $45 rare, seems like a sure thing regardless of landing spot. When was the last time we heard the term sure thing apply to Carlos Vela? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I plead the fifth here? If I, if I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, see landing spot, define landing is like his couch for retirement, a nice landing spot. So that's probably a pretty comfortable probably a nice spot for him, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the other thing. There's a bunch of, especially if we're talking goalkeepers, right? Fry, Guzan, uh, uh, Willis, uh, Clark. It's like, are these guys going to retire? I think blanket rule of thumb, I would say no. Like, mm. like so far, all the ones like there's been no retirement announcement, right? Like, I think Willis extended, uh, Guzan's back, um, Fry's back, so. The, the Guzan thing, I've seen so many people comment that yeah. Atlanta like announced that they were going to like give him another year, but I have yet to see like the actual, yes, he is 100% back. Maybe, hopefully I just missed it. Um, I will say that Fry is going to play forever because yeah. I've been sitting on a Stefan Cleveland for like for literally three years. He might be on, if we had level 40, he would be on level 40 by now. That's incredible. That's a nice one to have too. Because I, I, I think I retweeted the the announcement of this and the comments are all like, okay, Bill Hamid, um, what about, there's a bunch of, there's like two other keepers. I'm like, mm, I don't Here's know. Here's a big one, Tim Melia. Yeah, so 
good example. Um, he did, like, his option was taken. So, like, mm -hmm. so that's the other thing. I think that's where I think you have to go to preseason to evaluate, okay, he's on the roster, but will he start at this point? I mean, like, a lot of these guys finished the year strong, to be fair. So He's um, Melia particularly. Right? So odds are. Like, even Steve Clark did well against the, like, in the playoffs. Like, he had some crazy saves. Uh, Fry, of course. Steve Clark is one that I just, I've looked to buy his card a hundred times, and I'm just like, there's no way he lasts. And the dude just keeps playing. It's just, he's what, 38 now? But yeah, it's like, for reference, like, guys like uh, Tim Howard, um, oh, God, Matt Reese back in the day, like, they played, like, Nick Romando, they've played to, like, 39, 40. So it's not unprecedented. I mean, you, you just have to look to South America, right? It's the same situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, Armani, how old is he? Like, <laughs> To get out of the um, out of the goalkeeper, a few people have brought up Diego Rossi, who just came back from Turkey. Yeah. Rossi plus Cucho. Does Cucho stay? That's the thing, right? Like, at what point is somebody too good? Uh, right. So I don't. Yeah. Um, who just somebody just extended? We're like, oh, that guy could have probably, like Jesus Ferreira last year, right? Like everybody's like, yeah, he's gonna be gone, like. And I think people are saying that this year as well, but like he might just stay in MLS his entire life. So Kuchu, obviously different profile, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's where the rumors will stop. Like Buanga is right now getting already like, there's one specific outlet on like the Olympic, like the OM, that's Marseille, right? Marseille, yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, I think it's Leon or Marseille, one of those two teams, like there's one blog that just keeps pumping out like Kai Wagner, Kai Wagner or Buanga um as like potential transfer targets so mm -hmm. again like it's been absolutely quiet on um, i think in this case like steve chirondolo was like the coach of lafc was asked about buanga like how do you see him in 2025 or 2024 sorry next year <laughs> um and he said in black and gold so like i think some of these teams like i, I would put kucho in this category where like columbus is going to be like one of the best teams for the next like two, three years, like, like, you know, like they're Nancy, you have the core. They's got like, yeah. What, uh, Keith brings up there, like the new winger that they got from Pachuca, which is, I would, I would, I wouldn't call him depth. I would think he's like equal between Matan and Yeboah because those are not like top tier. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how, like how good they are after losing Zellerion too. Right. Like, also, that came out of nowhere. That was like, there was nothing, absolutely nothing. It was one tweet, So goodbye. There was not nothing. And I only say that because Gator Guy shared a tweet with me like, it might've been, I don't think it was two weeks, but it might've been one week oh. before the transfer. That like, it was like one guy, he had like eight followers. And he was like, this is kind of weird, but like, look, Zellerion is Saudi. And I'm just like, yeah, but I mean, no way. And then it happened and we were both like, well, like we had the, the WeeBay like gif. Both of us were just like, oh, he's out there. The guy just didn't have enough followers yet. That, yeah. So I think that wasn't the LAFC thing with Lozano or like his hairdresser that Bogart was fighting with. Like, <laughs> I mean, fine. Like. If the hairdresser is like two weeks early and nobody acts, and I don't like, we don't act on it, like, 
I'm not going to feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's also a whole new dynamic um, with all the like, because in the past, you'd have to like list the card, right? And you'd hope that somebody would pick it up or you at some point there was like, I think charcoal was the bot that picked him up after like, if it was 70% of the quote unquote value what, that you listed at. So if like an injury was announced last off season or like somebody went away, so to speak, like somebody would list just at like half price and immediately get snapped up by the bot. Well, now you can go to the bot yourself and there's multiple. Um, and if you're first, you'll get through, right? Like um, right. the safeguards don't, you can't, right? There's just no way to. Um, so, Jerm was saying Dallas have their number for Ferreira, Jesus yeah. Ferreira, and are happy to hold out for that number. Spoiler alert, that number is 12 million. So, which is pocket change for some teams, but also will they pay that for, I I, I feel good about that, that they're not going to pay that. Yohanitin says, Willis and Panico rare for, rares for $200. Four thresholds, prices are just too low. Yeah. I mean, you can do that. Buy, buy both. Like, um, I think the Fry Cleveland was like, I've never done that, but like, Melia Poolscamp. Like, yeah. You, you, if you really want to. Mike, I think um, Cleveland actually was U23 when I bought him. <laughs> I've had Cleveland since high school, man. Jeez. I, <laughs> I'm just seeing how what age he is on his card, because oh, it's great. Twenty-seven. I want to say twenty-six, twenty-seven. No, he was twenty-five on the card I bought. All wow. right, I feel better now. Uh, it's still, yikes. Um, but yeah, and then I think just I'm just looking at notes real quick. One other like very random thing that I don't think anybody's ever talked about is that so. A lot of us are new to MLS, right? And SoRare has a very specific window, right? Because essentially MLS onboarded, keep me honest here, 2020, like during the MLS is back tournament. Uh, So that's like, that's only three years, right? And in that time frame, certain teams have been very good and other teams have been absolute garbage. Yeah. Um, But if you go back, like even two, three years before that, um, because I think we, we talked about this with New York Red Bulls, right? As long as we've been on so rare, their scores have been just not. So there's bad. like no AA. Like there's nothing happening, right? And the team itself—they also kill also everyone they play. Also true. Yeah, <laughs> the Zela. That was that was one of the last Zela in MLS moments. Like, do you play him against New York? Mm-hmm. Wow, he went out without a bang. That's yeah. <laughs> um, but no, my point is like, if, if you go back a few more years, like. LA Galaxy, New York Red Bulls, these were the best teams in MLS for like a while. And so looking at, again, kind of just reading between the lines, um, you can call it speculating, um, making informed guesses, let's call it that. Like LA Galaxy just dumped half their roster. That's very obvious. Like there's something being rebuilt, right? They got the LAFC like GM guy back in August or something. So that's, something's happening, right? New York Red Bulls, right? They're going after Forsberg. They're going after like Leipzig guys. Um, you know, there's been New York City to an extent too, right? Like New York City was incredible right up to COVID. And then, you know, here we are. Now they'll get like, Neymar. Yeah, exactly. So they're like those big markets, they like traditionally, quote unquote, they have been like the big names, like, which in so rare, like Thierry Henry, probably would put like Messi-esque scores. Yeah. Like, 
you know, guessing, right? Like goal assist, like Robbie Keane. Oh my goodness. Right. So um, again, Toronto as well. So there's like this perception that we have just because we've looked like for a lot of us, we've looked in the last like two years really, really closely, but we forget what was like before COVID. Um, and so that's one thing to kind of watch. Like if New York Red Bulls, right? If they get Forsberg right now, and then perhaps they, oh, Cleveland out in Seattle. Sorry, I'm just looking at chats here. <laughs> oh, they waited just for this. They did. They that's, really did. That's it personal. Like, so we're waiting for the Thursday. So we're Andrews to drop. And now, oh. Wait, let me, let me pull this up. On All right, screen. who needs a goalie? Oh, my. Which, <laughs> that is, wow, my condolences. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, did they keep uh, Rudius as thought? Roster decisions. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, basically, it's it's kind of like a, oh, there we go. Jordan Morris is back. Ariaga is back, too. There you go. Nice. Wait, scroll up to the declined. Who did they? Oh. Hey Bear, gone. Hey Bear, RIP. Well, there's a Hey Bear coming back to the uh, to the U.S. in a week. I heard so. Wait, Fry. They said Fry is out of contract. Oh. Well. Twelve additional players are under contract. Yeah, he's not listed on that. So, well, there you go. I don't know what we were looking at previously. So they do they say who they're in talks with? So this is the other part, like. They can still negotiate until the re-entry draft, I believe. Mm. Um, that's what's happening with Kai Wagner right now. That's what's happening with like Gadi Kinda in uh, Kansas. So they do have time to like figure out a new deal before they go into like the free-for-all kind of pool. Because I don't think like some teams say they're in talks with X Y Z. Others just say like Seattle just says nothing. Classic. I would imagine they're in talks with Fry to get him like a lower like salary number because that's the other thing right like if you think about um like these are professionals that are like this is their career and you're kind of like you know, you expect to get like more experience to get pay increases and in mls that's an issue right because that's like your pay increase goes against a cap yeah. like it's not like uh like there's a certain amount right and so if you have one of the older like that dax mccarty right like it's kind of Alec Bedoya. Like it's kind of hard to keep around older guys, like those veterans, because they will have like certain salary demands, and you just don't want to pay that. Uh, so that's I think that's kind of also unique to MLS, where like in other leagues they'd be like, oh yeah, let's just you're gonna retire as this team. Like, whereas here it's like, yeah, you can come back after you retire and get a coaching role, but like until then, no, no, no. Like, our friend Gator guy just sent me this tweet here. When has was reportedly this extended his contract. This was November a week ago. Yeah. About. So that's. Yeah. So who's report? Yeah. So also this morning, like, I just put up like a list of like free agents. Um, hey, Midgieland goal. Hey, let's go. Uh, and turns out like the top on transfer marked, right? Like that's another thing I was going to get into. Like if we have talk about outgoing, but like who can you kind of like, who might come in, right? And so European players or players in European leagues that have an expiring contract in June, like basically next mm -hmm. summer, 
um, given more MLS teams are in CCL, like in the past, right, MLS teams would get them when they're out of contract, like get them on a free transfer. Um, now, I think with CCL, there's like a bit more incentive to bring them in in the winter so you can make a good CCL run, which then might get you into the Club World Cup. Um, I think Hector Herrera talked about like the Club World Cup being as like the the competition yeah, they're for trying. like North yeah. American teams, right? Because I think he played with the was it Pachuca, uh, but he's basically played in the Club World Cup when he was in Liga MX, and he said it was like that's you know that's the goal, mm-hmm. the dream. Uh, so yeah, looking at this list and seeing yeah. Cleveland at two hundred seventeen thousand, like there's no wonder they're letting him go. Yeah, I mean, right. There's, there's, oh, there was a shocking one on DC United. Derek Williams was like 820,000. I, I was like, good for him. Like, yeah, exactly. Good for him. Just yeah. like, oh my word. Like, that hits, like, like the cap is 5.67 million. Like, and it obviously it doesn't like fully go against that, but like, my word, that is huge numbers. Um, and so, but yeah, like looking at the incoming, right? Uh, where are we going with this? Like, it's one thing you can look at, like those, out, yeah, CCL, right? There's actually a bunch of MLS teams in CCL, yeah. Which I think, given to our original topic, um, we're still on topic, right? Like, that could be one sign that, like, I have a list here. Hold on, I'm prepared. So, Inter Miami will be in the round of 16, so that's a bit less utility. Um, and then Crew, Columbus, or LAFC will join them, depending yep. on who wins MLS Cup. So those two will have a bye. So they'll start in like the knockout stages of CCL. It's great but, to see uh, last place in the entire league enter Miami, getting to the round of it. 16. Thanks for the League's Cup. Yeah. Two leagues, one cup. <laughs> Let's go. I miss <laughs> League's Cup. I, I really do miss I, Sometimes I was like, like last night I couldn't sleep. I'm just staring at the ceiling thinking about League's Cup. I'm like, what a time. Like What a time. Incredible. Leagues Cup or MLS is back? Leagues Cup. Well, MLS is back to an extent too, but also like both. Like there's just so many times in MLS. Like we have so many times. <laughs> like you're like, think of that time. Like remember the time that like the Columbus crew, like scoreboard caught fire. What a time. What a time. Like I think Pablo Maurer is like the journalist of like chronicling all these times. Like he is so <laughs> good. Like it's like the oral history of that. He did it entirely. It's like tangent. There was when Tyrion Ree was in the league. There was I don't know if it was a playoff game. I believe it was Red Bulls. I want to say DC. And it's 90th minute, 90 plus four, last basically last play of the game. They get a free kick in front of the box, like 18 yards out. And then Tyrion Ree is kind of like standing there, you know, getting ready. And they have some other guy take it who just skies it into Rosie. And the camera jump cuts to Tyrion Ree's face. And it is incredible. Just like, and then Pablo Mauro did an entire oral history on like what happened there. Right there. Like those are like football heritage. That's MLS for you. That's just like, <laughs> those are the times, you know? Uh, okay. So yeah, Miami winner of crew LAFC. So actually LAFC will not get into CCL if they lose the MLS cup final. Um, if they lose crew gets in. And then the revs, um, Mr. Hill here, Mr. Carlos Hill, they get into the group stage. Um, and the other teams in the group stage, uh, second is the Porter Shield, or like the highest Porter Shield. 
So it besides those two, it's Whitecaps, Nashville, Philadelphia, um, Columbus, or New England, depending on who wins MLS Cup. Cincinnati, St. Louis, Orlando, and Houston. That's a lot of teams. That's nearly like I'm just gonna count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, ten. I possibly miscounted that. Yeah. So basically a third of the league. Yeah. Which is much more than the past, like last year is like right. four or five teams, right? Um, and so that's a lot seen, more utility. But we've also seen CCL just like destroy yeah. teams once the regular yeah. season actually starts. Yep. So I think, yeah, again, I'm speculating here, but kind of like what's been floating around, like the fourth DP, like designated player spot, like basically Messi came to MLS. Um, it's been going pretty much okay so far, right? Pretty good. I think all the Apple comments are like, I think they're supposed to stay like the they're all super stoked right they're like mm -hmm. over the moon with the numbers and blah 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 so i think but it also presents an opportunity to like take it up a level right like this can kind of be like like shifting point in like the growth trajectory i think that was the idea which that worked with beckham right i think sure. they kind of want to like the dp rule designated player rule was made because of david beckham because right beckham yeah because before that there was no one who was allowed to have such a high salary. And they're like, how are we going to pay Beckham? New rule. Change the rules. Change the rules. MLS. And so there's a lot of talk, a lot of like rumors flying around around like something will change. Um, in my like, you know, opinion, like the fourth DP is not going to make a huge difference. What they need is like the bottom of the roster, the depth. Um, because they play so many games, right? Like yeah, the starting elevens are great. Yeah. Like you don't need a fourth DP. You need like a non-college defender that makes more than like a thousand dollars a week to, you know, stop Messi, stop Wanga, stop Evander. You know, had to sneak in Evander. <laughs> <laughs> is, so, this, is this the Evander year? <clears throat> yes. I mean, it has to be. <laughs> so Portland also dumped a bunch of salary, and they got rid of all their forwards. Like. Will they find someone? Like they need like a forward that he can pass to, right? So I I only well there are a number of reasons why I brought Evander up, but I will say that the Evander that we thought we were getting right away, yeah. we yeah. we are starting to get it, and I think that's I think that's good. Let me pull up like yeah, there's some dark green in there. Right, we see the player that we thought we were getting. All around so, 33. Let's go. And so, yeah. 25. Yeah, he's, you know, he's going into his prime, obviously, right? That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Diego Rubio, that's another one. I was going to say, a lot of people are very interested in about what happens to Diego Rubio. I think for him, it can only go up, to be honest. If he's, well, again, if he doesn't go to Saudi Arabia. So, are there Diego there's, Rubio Saudi Arabia? No, 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 no. Oh, no like, Not yet, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there will be one. There has to be one soon. Like, it's a matter of days, right? Like, there's going to be like any player XYZ because the window is not even open for them, right? Like, so I think at this point it'd be too early. So I don't know when. It's a January 1st. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I think start come early January, there's going to be just like, it's going to be a wild times. Um, and... Yeah, uh, I was gonna say like guys like Rubio. I think he has a green card, and so there comes like this human aspect of like speaking as a person who has a green card as well. 
on this path to U.S. citizenship, which is like, you know, good quality of life. Like there's a lot of asterisks to that. But so like, for example, like Julian Gressel, when he got traded to Vancouver, he would have lost his green card if he went to like Toronto or Montreal. But Vancouver has like this one specific part of the city that's on U.S. territory where a bunch of expats or like expats, like Americans live that want to keep their U.S. residency, but work in Vancouver. It's like an 18 mile like drive outside the city. It's like a little strip on a peninsula. I didn't know this, um, but that's why Julian Gressel went to Vancouver. So he could, well, that's why he, you know, accepted that because right, he could right. keep his U.S. He wants U.S. citizenship. And so like those things come into play, right? Like you wouldn't just, if that's like something that's, you know, the family part, the, mm-hmm. this is where like so rare goes like way too deep where it's like, you're following people's Instagrams. You're like, I think it's happened with Renault. So too, people are like looking at his girlfriend's Instagram. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're going, we're going too deep here. But if you want to really go deep, you can. Cause I think that comes into play where why some people would like, perhaps turn down an offer elsewhere for like X amount more money because then, well, you can't really come back. That's going to be tough because once that's gone, it's hard to get a new one. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> actually, on that topic, Mike Basson offered or asked a question much earlier. It said, why do clubs not sort out the visas for foreign players in time for the season to start? It seems like oh. there's always a few decent players who get their getting who get delayed getting their visas and miss a few games at the start. So there's a guy on Twitter called Andrew Vis. Hold on, Andrew Visnovsky. I believe he used to work as a lawyer for like MLS, um, or like kind of like the MLS like legal department. And he has since moved on. What does it say he is now doing? He's still a sports lawyer. Okay, whatever. But um, he will tweet a lot of times about like these types of situations. So today Dallas signed that like 17 year old. It doesn't matter that he's not 18. He just has to be 18 by the time he gets registered for a match day squad. Who would have known that? But like, so he will, I think he had some point around that. I don't, it escapes me right now. But if you like look up his timeline, um, you kind of scroll back to like March, February this year, like there's lots of factors. It depends on where the player's coming from. Um, oftentimes the team's kind of like, they're doing their best, obviously, but like it's, yeah, it's tough. I think it just depends think- case by case. Yeah, I think also part of it is they have to be here for a certain amount of time. It's not like years, but usually if a player has come, you know, if you've lived somewhere else for a while and you are going to move your entire family to the U.S., usually you don't show up the day before. But sometimes, like, if you sign, then you're usually not there right away. So Ben saying Point Roberts, yeah, is the part in Vancouver. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. I was like, this is fascinating. I would have never known this, like lots of so much like useless knowledge not useless but like so specific like that's a cool trivia fun fact though yeah no i'm uh i'm just ripping google maps right up here yeah it's fascinating like yeah there it is look at that look at that like (laughs) it's part of washington i guess yeah incredible love it absolutely love it imagine not Imagine yeah. all the stuff you get out of this show, thinking you were just getting MLS knowledge. We got geography here. We got trivia. Hey, it's, it's uh, I don't know if there's many trivia Mondays, but that's okay. Tuesday could be your trivia night. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oof, I'm just looking through the notes here. 
I was going to say, while I look through the notes, I'm going to also put uh, Fripp on the spot here that if anybody has a, what do you think about this guy? Feel free to drop them in because people. Um... Should we, should we talk process? Like if everyone who knows about MLS disappears or like everyone knowledge is erased, like how do we get back to like, how do you do your own? How do you D-Y-O-R? Hey, it's a crypto game, right? Own your game. So um, one thing, again, that's, I think we've, we're kind of past this point at this point, but MLS contracts are not always public. There's yeah. uh, like especially designated player contracts. Um, sometimes we don't even know like this. They're, like, okay, this is probably one of the wildest like nights I've had on Twitter where like it was early last year where Josef Mar Joseph Martinez got traded to Miami. Everyone's like, wait, they have four designated players now, right? Is Gregory a designated player? Is Joseph Martinez and then somebody else in there? Or like, wait, that's four. And then Taylor Twelman. Yeah, Pizarro. Yeah, is, is Pizarro still a DP? And then Taylor Twelman out of nowhere. Like, I think he tweeted something. And I replied something. It wasn't even snarky. It was just like, hey, isn't this four or something? Whatever it was, he just says no. I'm like, why? And then somebody goes to the Miami official website the intermiami.com page pulls up the roster and they, they list like player age number and then roster designation. So yep. U22 senior, senior minimum designated player. It says this guy's a DP and he's like, no, no, that's just wrong. That's just no. And then I think at some point Tom Bogart gets looped in and they're all like, yeah, man, you're preaching to the choir. Um, so I guess takeaway from that is like, don't rely on, well, <laughs> You can, unless you ask the player themselves, um, you sometimes don't know the status, the length of a contract. Um, luckily, we're past that part for the most, clearly not mm -hmm. with Fry. Like, but um, even transfer marked, right? Like, I posted something this morning, and it's like, these guys are free agents. Mr. Kerry Ruiz himself is like, no, actually, uh, this guy extended with uh, Chivas. I'm like, what? The. Um... Yeah, like, hashtag yeah. trust the team was a little tough on that one for that four yeah. DP spot with Miami. Um, yeah. God. I just saw, I wanted to bring this up because I was going through your Twitter feed earlier. It's all over the place. Scosmo said, can you tell me that yeah. he's going to be a starter again next season and that Debassi will get a move elsewhere or a move, please? Um, yeah. Hadebi's gone? Apparently. Yep. So, but Sebastian Ferreira is still on the roster because he's been loaned out. So, um yeah to be honest like there's not much precedent of like like he's also a designated player like he has a huge contract mm -hmm. like in the past like i think this is kind of shifting this might be the messy effect honestly i don't know if we put any like thumb on that like in the past teams would just like let these guys ride on the bench like how many wasted designated players did like chicago fire have did like new england revolution like there's like a, there's a quiz. I don't know what the site's called. Like you guess every DP in MLS history. There's names on there. You're like, and then you're like, that must have been like the '90s, or like 2016. You're like, what? <laughs> like uh, Jeremy Jerry Bankson for the Revs. I was like, who is this guy? Um, there's some wild names. Uh, like, MLS Players Association has a list here that you can look up. Um, this is nice. This is so. This is official, but it doesn't tell you how long. Can you, does it have the length? 
Yeah. No. So like, so there's not much precedent of what I was, what I was saying is like all those guys that you're like, who are these people? Teams would just like let their nice pun there, uh, let those contracts like run down essentially. Like they didn't have the, well, let's just say balls to bu use a buyout or to waive them. Right. Like, cause I think they're still on the hook for that money. If it's guaranteed compensation, no one likes um, to sell at a loss for it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, <laughs> hey, David Ochoa is still in my gallery. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> but I am. Yes, Benson. Exactly. What Mike Baston said. That guy. He was a forward. Supposed to be like. I mean, yeah. There's still a bunch of like failed DPs in the league right now, but um, they're getting rid of them earlier. So like, guys like Douglas Costa being out, Hadebe, like, even like that's kind of like new territory at least as far as like yeah i can tell yeah <clears throat> so i'm not sure like is somebody going to pick up that one million dollar contract like um i don't know also yeah. this like another wild one like he was a bench player MVP. at miami <laughs> and then starts at river plate like what the i i have like a particular beef with uh lgp because i remember when he was with atlanta and he was just like a oh, walking right. red card. Like yep. he looked like Sergio Ramos and you're just like every moment or, or old school Pepe. And you're yeah. just like any moment, this guy is going to get sent off. And then he went to Miami and he was like, okay. And then he just smashed his face off at River Plate. And I was just like, yeah. okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah he's on but loan it, and coming back. Um, yeah. Well, if Isco says he will stay at River, I, he's a big Argentina guy. Isco I would trust. know. I trust. But yeah. other River Plate center backs have been, Mamana is free agent, supposedly. Um, so like apparently even transfer marked when it says like they're gonna be free agent, not necessarily true. Like Aravena, the Chilean guy, like for some reason is marked out of contract on there. He's 21, he's like, just had two goals this weekend, like super hyped. Um, hmm. Turns out apparently his contract is till two more years, but who actually knows? And that's yeah. the Chilean yeah. league, so that's, that's you know. None of this, um, all that. Um... Yeah. All that public usually. Um, yeah. Let's see. We've got a few questions about Talis Magno. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would love to see to this point, like also tangential to like get it cutting DPs, just trade them, right? Like there haven't been that many DP trades. Like, yeah. like if it's a big, like just, I think Rapids have done it with Cabral where, yeah, Chinetti, uh, like LA Galaxy paid half his salary and just dumped him to the Colorado Rapids, which yeah not the best precedent if you want to make the case that people should do that <laughs> on, on, the, on the on the like acquiring side because right. it hasn't been that great um but like yeah like send tells magno to like nashville seattle like so many teams that could yeah or use players. just play him correctly how about that or that how about actually just put him in a spot where he could succeed that's too easy it's too easy yeah like so <laughs> ben said, is Luis Barraza good enough player to start in the MLS? So the, I am a Luis Barraza card holder. <laughs> That's probably on level 20 also. I probably bought the same time as I bought Steph Cleveland. But, and that one was a U23 card at one point. But Barraza, so Barraza backed up Sean Johnson. And then when Sean Johnson left, he became the starter. Another <laughs> Sean Johnson backup, Brad Stuver, left and became a very good player player somewhere else uh i don't expect the same for barraza but man 
could use some more utility again. Yeah, yeah, true. So it's like <laughs> the, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, how was I going to say? Like, essentially, like, I, I don't know, like, you, you said, like, you don't watch many games, right? Because I, I think I'm the same way. I, like, I spend, like, hours on hours in, like, the stats and, like, the Twitter and, like, whatnot. But, like, actually watching games, I get, you know, try to do it more so now. But, like, I don't, like, I'm not glued to the TV, like, watching MLS 360 every um, weekend. So, like, um, like, for that type of question, is he good enough? I mean, you can pull up um, American Soccer Analysis. They have, like, the goalkeeper... Um, goalkeeping stats that's what i would point to um but i try to like reserve my own judgment so like in this case like before the the moves were announced like okay freeze has played the past games point one that freeze is probably the starter and then they signed him to an extension so like who gets the contract extension often young players like that's something to like also keep note of because that mm -hmm. means like they're firmly in the plans which is all you can ask for but yeah so i don't know i think you could just make the argument that they're goalies and so who cares exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. does he start then he's in gf just gf uh, let's see johanneton's asking about drew yearwood at nashville did he go there he did yeah so there's been yeah the, actually we shouldn't mention <laughs> uh the mls transfer window won't open until like december 11 or 12. so there's been trades that are like Yearwood to Nashville, I think Lima to uh, the Revs. Revs, yes, thank you. Uh, like those are probably done, mm -hmm. or the, the other one, the Chicago Fire, the uh, Tom Barlow. Those are done, but they won't be made official by the teams until like that day. And I imagine that like there's basically there used to be like a six-hour trade window right before the re-entry draft. I think they've gotten rid of it. It's like now like a forty-eight. Now it's forty-eight hours, I believe, uh, or it's just like entirely open, but um, there's probably going to be like this time next week, Tom Borgert's going to be like on fire, mm -hmm. tweeting out left and right, a bunch of moves. So um, yeah, like my favorite rumor is like, you know, is he coming back to MLS? Like Horvath or like- Yeah, you do, you do love that one. <sighs> Jonathan Brooks. I have, I have a John Brooks card now. I have a John Brooks rare and super rare. And then I see that San Jose Earthquakes have released basically Nathan, like uh, Mensa, like half their defense. So like, could this be, could this be the time? I don't know. So like- uh, DC United did the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I would hate that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Horvath. So like, to, to the, again, Horvath is from another point, kind of like, sometimes with these drafts, like, Again, it's coming back to the human aspect, but like, look where players are from. If they have a choice, if they're in free agency, or if they like fall through the entire like waiver process, like some of them just go to like the team that's closest to their hometown. It's like that stupid, right? Like, um, like Tim Reams from San Luis, by the way. Just saying. Um, yeah. So like, I think uh, John Brooks was actually born in Berlin, so this doesn't apply here. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like Donovan Pines, like another guy. We're like, he's amazing. Like from the Solar mindset, like Nathan Donovan Donovan Pines are like the the early Donovan Pines yeah. options. I remember were some of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I'm gonna venture to say that his rare was like well <laughs> over one. 
yeah i mean i was hyped for that like i just didn't think it would go that high but like he was like an mls fantasy like whenever he plays like absolute legend oh my <laughs> that's like ski jumping right there that's a nice yeah, there we go. number one went for 1.07.959 these are like people you know basil yeah. <laughs> basil bot in there <laughs> these are people you know wild these are real people ah uh, yeah and that's with dc by the way so this is not the best yeah end of year waivers free agency re-entry draft yeah so i guess waivers is like where the contract stays and then re-entry is like people who have quote-unquote cleared waivers and there's different stages of being able to re renegotiate the contracts where i think mm -hmm. stage two is just like you can completely you know start from scratch i think one of the other see where he's from rumors recently was Georgie Mihalovic back to oh, Chicago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. So the ones I picked, I put like a small list, like just kind of combining that, like people that are out of contract that are U.S. nationals or Canadian or Mexican uh, in 2024, but it's mostly U.S. players. Uh, I had down Brooks, Vines, Sam Vines, Ethan Horvath, Julian Green, and Terrence Boyd. So make of that what you will. I was, a, I was a Sam Vines card holder for a while. Nice. He's also in Colorado. I can't see Green coming back. No. Not even coming that, back. He's well, not even, is he? He's never been there. I thought he was another German-born. He is, yeah. But but he would come to MLS as like a DP. So like, if oh. you ever played MLS on a football manager, like internationals, you have a limited amount of international spots, like eight or mm -hmm. nine, right? So like getting somebody like Julian Green, if you can kind of sneak it like under the DP threshold, like that would be really, really valuable in MLS. Like, especially with his position, like that kind of like playmaking midfielder. I think every team would be interested in that. But I, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I don't think there's even been like talks about it. So I'm going to but, what, correct myself. According to the always correct Wikipedia, he was born in Tampa. Oh. Shout out to Gator guy. Too. Tampa Bay Rowdies. He's going to USL. No. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of USL, the question that everybody wants to know, what is up Bill with Hamid. I don't know. <laughs> I'll keep tweeting it at like the extra time guys. Um, like, I think Tom Bogert like sometimes like picks up on it in jest. We don't know, but he's he's training, right? He's like with the Ludon Loudon. I just remember that he was adamant about playing in Europe, and just where did he go? Oh, somewhere in Denmark. At his was it North One appearance at Midland. I forgot. Midland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a legend. Do you have a Bill Hamid Midland jersey? I wish. I wish. Is it on your Christmas wish list? <laughs> I. I'll call that. Larry. I'll, I'll call Larry. I'll, I'll let yeah, him know. yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> Here's a good one. It's like, yeah. Um, Hassal Ochoa. written all over it. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, some Canadian beat writer was like, "Yeah, he might find a spot in like Canadian Premier League." So I saw that Which, one, and I was just like, "No, please, no, no, no." Actually, he might come back from the grave simply because there are two uh, Canadian teams in, um, like CPL teams in uh, CCL next That's year. Right. I think Halifax and like another Canadian Premier League team. So we might just get like random midweeks of like guys that you haven't heard of in years, like. He's covered now. What? It, it's like the uh, Asian Champions League, and all of a sudden, exactly. Like, oh, oh, he's back. He's back. Never a doubt. Yeah. 
So yeah, all these goalkeeper questions. Pantemis. Wow. I yeah. Um, again, like, look at like their like stats. I think Pantemis has like Canadian national team history, which yeah, like speaks towards him being a good enough player, right? So the problem is like with the Canadian team, they have keepers too. Yeah, like usually like Vancouver, they have Takaoka now. Like that's maybe that's the surest bet. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> And then Toronto has Sean Johnson. And then Montreal, I guess they're going that that's yeah, Montreal is like a bit sketchy. So clearly they don't they don't want Pantemis, so Right. Um oh, I remember sold, oh God. What's his name? Sirwa? Was that his yeah. name? Jonathan Sirwa? I don't So think. I sold him to SR Monkey, actually. Um <laughs> thinking that Pantemis was gonna come back. Because Pantemis was out, Sirwa became the starter, and I was like, Pantemis was coming back, and I was like, I told yeah. him, I was like, Pantemis is coming back. And he's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, risks on you. And then the price doubled. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, there's a yeah, and like when we get into like the, the intra league trade rumors, like because then it's basically like it's dominoes, right? Like one team yeah. gets rid of a keeper, like goes somewhere or like gets injured, they poach another starting keeper. Then it's like, oh, this inexperienced backup is he going to be number one, or are they going to get a Miller or a Bono, like? Bono, Bono, like, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben Johnson, Ford United has a midweeks versus the exactly. team. Exactly. Yeah. And they'll get guillotined. Lose 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> he can't handle the tree behind the goal. It's too much. The Violetta, did Violetta qualify? Please tell me they did. I don't, I don't know. Have to <laughs> look after right, That's going to be a deep dive to figure that one out. Yeah. Um, they might have a bye because the Caribbean Champions League winner, which... That exists. That might be fun. Um, they also get a buy anyway. <laughs> so yeah, there's a, there's a, it should be active, I would say. Yeah. Here's the last question for you, even though the oh. season is not even over yet. But are there yeah. any teams you're expecting to be good next season that weren't this season? Oh, is it, is it early? I mean, if it's this early, nobody's going to come back and like, it doesn't count, right? Like, like my bets is San Jose. I like San Jose. Um, there is some vested interest with like them getting a good center back that may or may not be John Anthony Brooks. I don't know. But I like San Jose is like, and to be fair, when I like first like looked at that, I was like, Nathan is so solid. Like Nathan plus Daniel, like Daniel is like the stats wise, the best keeper, like in terms of like expected shots saved, whatever. Yep. Um, it's like Nathan plus Daniel plus uh, Guerrero. Great. Like spine down the middle. Rodriguez is great. They purchased him. So like, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's one. I think Portland, if and only if they figure out their forward situation. Um, I can see NYCFC. Like the teams that, that's what I was saying earlier, like the teams that have kind of been on the slump, like NYCFC, Red Bull New York, and LA Galaxy. Like to an extent, Seattle, I think could be good. Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's lots could happen. Um, before, like there could be rule changes. You know, like new ownership, maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm fa I'm fairly confident though that Colorado is going to suck. <laughs> so there was one team that I noticed that is very near the bottom that you did not say. Under Miami? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I feel like they should be better. Just to yeah, just like absolutely. I just have a feeling they could be better next year. Yeah. Also, they to also add on that they had a penalty from. Uh, they actually did have four P DPs at one point, 
Pellegrini, the whole Pellegrini situation. Oh, Pellegrini, Miami has been operating like this up until this like December with like a allocation money penalty. Like, so they've had like, like basically think of it as less cap space. Like, so that's going to go away. So they're kind of like back and they've done all this with the penalty. So like, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I literally see a tweet about Suarez up here right now. So like expect Suarez to be there. Um, uh, yeah, that could be, they'll be old. And then maybe it's something you pick up as they're in CCL too, which like, I was just about to say they're CCL. This is, oh, can you imagine Messi in Haiti? Oh, <laughs> Messi in like, oh, there's a lot of like Messi in XYZ. Yeah. It's going to be good. Right. Well, did, did Ronaldo ever play in that ACL game that was like in uh, Iran? Oh, he had like a last minute injury, I think he pulled out. He might have. But yeah, it was like the yeah, the video of like the fans running after the bus. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. I actually oh. don't even know who would play. <laughs> I mean, wh whether he played or not. Um, yeah. yeah, before we have the will he play on turf, we're going to have will he play Thank on you. a hot night in Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's, yeah. I think somebody mentioned on their podcast, like, will he play more than 20 games next year? Like, I'm fairly confident he will. Like, in a sense of, like, if he's healthy, I think he's going to play. He's going to want to play. Like, he doesn't, like, like, even being subbed out, like, how many minutes will he play? Is like, he tends to play 90s. Yeah. That's what he does. That's why he's the best. Like, so, yeah. That's yeah, he very much seems like a player who wants to always play. As a, exactly. I mean, there are some guys, <laughs> Carlos Vela, who you're just like, yeah, yeah he's not going <laughs> to play today. Um, well, it's a bit, it's a bit cold out, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I agree, one hundred percent with Charlie here. Let's be yep. honest, MLS is going to bend every rule in the book to make Miami win MLS. To be honest, they don't even need to really bend them; they can just rewrite them. Yeah. They, yep. They just make the new rule. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, you can make a bunch of rules, and but at the end of the day, like, no one's going to be able to take advantage of it, like as much as the teams that are willing to do so. Like, mm -hmm. like that extra like ownership spend is gonna become so like, which I think is what's held the leak back so far. Like that's why they've been going so slow. Like teams like, uh, who am I gonna throw under the bus? Like Colorado, of course, obviously. Um, kind of like some of the old school teams that have like not been willing to put the money in. Yeah. If you add more DPs, like that's just gonna increase the gap, which would be great for Sower actually. Like. Because parity just kills us all five. Parity kills right? us, yeah. So uh, we are moving into a more silver friendly. Oh, boom! MLS is getting better next year, actually. By now, <laughs> but like, look, like less parity, more money coming into the league. Whether that's from Apple, from the ownership, like that's happening from transfers out. Like, I mean, sure. But then again, Chicago sold what, like uh, Duran and Slovenia for thirty million. <laughs> what did they have and to show for that? One guy that I can't believe we actually haven't mentioned yet that should make Major League Soccer plenty of money is Tiago Almada. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, like, some of those, yeah. And there's more and more, actually, uh, that's the other thing, the U23 roulette. Like, are you going to pick up Facundo Torres, Ricky Pouge? Are you going to pick up Almada? <sighs> when those rumors come, that's when you really start sweating. Yeah. Because then, like, the incentives are aligned sometimes, right? Like, if you're a young player, you Odds are you want to go to Ajax, to PSV, you want to go to like a European league, make that jump. So 
it's a bit different from like going to Saudi and like that type of stuff. So like, whew, yeah, I don't know. Like that's why, yeah, maybe prices are as low as they are. But yeah. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, I think that's uh, good now that we have 60 live, 69 live viewers. So I think that's nice. a good time to uh, thanks. So thank you to everybody for joining. If you could please like the video, maybe hit the, that like button until we get to 69. Um, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. Uh, Fripp, thank you so much for filling in today or coming on today. Also filling in for Sean. And um, I will say, go follow Fripp, SoRare USA on, I was about to call it X, but I'll Don't call it Twitter. It. Yeah. yeah. Twitter Maxi here. But go follow him. As he said, it's he was like, my Twitter feed is a bit of a mess it's only a mess because he's organizing mls for us so we try we try just just understand that but anyway fripp thank you very much and everyone good luck out there yeah may the odds be in your favor <laughs>